Sometimes I feel as if we don't talk about players that are doing good because we focus on the bad. But this one player has really stood out to me and has had a great start to the season and deserves some more recognition. And I'm going to talk about that here on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to Locked On Blues. I am your host of Locked On Blues, Haley Taylor Simon, here a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where I talk about our St. Louis Blues every single day because there's always something to talk about, and especially now with the Blues being a team that is kind of getting a little bit of a hot streak going on, okay? They have won six games so far in the month of November, which is the second most out of all the teams in the NHL. But most importantly, Jake Neighbors, he keeps on impressing me, so I'm going to talk about him. Also, I'm starting to understand the team's identity a little bit more and what we can truly expect to see from them this season and the importance of consistency. I feel like consistency is one of those words I put out a lot on this podcast. But at the end of the day, I feel like that's the only thing that's holding the Blues back. So I will definitely be touching on that. I also want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. I love Jake Neighbors. I'm just going to say it. I think that he is probably one of my favorite players this season. He's a player that doesn't get talked about quite enough. But I felt as if, you know what, the Blues have a couple off days before their game tomorrow in Arizona against the Coyotes. Why not talk about somebody that's been really solid on ice, that's been improving, and is the future of the team, and that is the left winger himself within Jake Neighbors. All right, so let's talk about him. It's funny because he's only 21 years old. So he is born in 2002. And that always kind of like freaks me out when players begin being born after the 2000s. I don't know if that's just me. But the left winger, he was drafted in the first round. He was the 26th overall in the 2020 NHL entry draft. I had to think 2020. 2020. Yeah. Anywho, the thing about Jake Neighbors that I think is the most impressive is that this season, especially, you know, he's up here in St. Louis. He, he's he been looking a little bit promising. Well, I mean, he looked promising last season, right? Um, Not as much maybe last season. I mean, last season he only had six goals and four assists for a total of 10 points in the 43 games that he did play. But this season, but last season was also a really weird season with the whole entire team as itself. But I still believe that this season he is on pace for so much better. And this is the reason why. So this season he has four goals, no assists, four points. Okay. You might be thinking, Haley, that's not so good. What's going on? The reason why I am saying this is because I do think that Jake Neighbors hear me out, is on pace 
for maybe 10 goals this season. And while he doesn't have as many assists, and that could be a little bit worrisome, I feel like he is one of those players that doesn't put up a lot of assists. And you look at his past, you look at what he's done, and that's just not the player that he is. But he had a nice goal um, against the Ducks, so that was good to see. But I feel as if he just makes really solid plays, and he's been improving a lot for me this season. Now, I'm not going to compare him in any single way to any other player on the team. I'm not going to say that he's better than whatever player. I'm focusing right now on Jake Neighbors. He had a goal against the King. He was the only goal scorer against the Kings. And I feel like this weekend especially, um, despite how difficult some of these games were to watch because they were extremely difficult, and that is coming from somebody that loves the Blues with my entire heart. It was an extremely difficult game to watch. Um, he was the one bright spot about it. The fact that he was able to get, you know, the only goal against the Kings, he was able to get that first goal against um, the Ducks. It does go to show that he is valuable. Uh, the Blues would have been shut out if it wasn't for him. And that is something that concerns me quite a bit. Um, but at the end of the day, it's one of those things where, I feel as if he is picking up maybe it's not necessarily he's picking up the speed that people want to see. I think that there's still a lot that he needs to improve on. I mean, but he is still so young in this league, right? Um, 21 years of age. And he only played nine um, games with the Blues in that 2021-2022 season. And before that, he was with the Edmonton Oil Kings and the WAHL. And I have to say, the interesting thing about him is I want to specifically talk about his 2019-2020 season where he actually played 64 games with 23 goals and 47 assists, accumulating 70 points. Why am I talking about that? Well, I said usually Neighbors is one of those guys that doesn't really generate that many assists. I mean, he does and he doesn't. In the NHL, he doesn't. In the WAHL, he did. Um, is that strange to me? Absolutely. I think that it's a dramatic difference from how he was in the WHL compared to how he is in the NHL. But the reason why I'm bringing this up is that he does have the abilities. He's ha He has the ability, right? Any player that is in the NHL has the ability. Do I think that he's the... Oh, I don't want to say that. Do I think that... Maybe the NHL is a lot more difficult than the WHL. Yes, I can say that confidently. Do I think that he's adjusting well? Maybe. And I hate to say that maybe, but I don't know necessarily. I think that this season is certainly a lot better than last season. But I also think that when you, you know, you have seasons where you're accumulating 70 points. I mean, that was the best season that he's ever had. Um, it was also the most amount of games that he's ever played in a single season, by the way. Um, you know, it's a little bit concerning. Now, last season, he did spend some time with the Springfield Thunderbirds, um, which is obviously the Blues AHL team. And he he played 23 games. So the 43 games, he was up with the Blues. 23, he was down with the Thunderbirds. And he did better with the Thunderbirds with nine goals and seven assists. He, accumulating 16 points compared to the six goals and four assists, which gave him 10 points being up with the blues. So I'm not necessarily sure what it is. Maybe it's, 
adjustment. Maybe it's adapting to a faster style in the NHL. I mean, there's no real reason. It's not like he's going to flat out say, oh, yeah, I'm not adjusting. Like, he will never say that. But so far this season, it's one of those things that's very interesting for me, especially as a fan, to notice that he's been making his name a little bit more known. Now, I will say about this weekend, it was a struggle bus besides that Ducks game, but it was a struggle bus against the Sharks and it was a struggle bus against the Kings. And I feel like for some reason, and this is not a dig in any single way, but that goal against the Kings, I as bad as that game was, I truly do think that was benefiting um, neighbors as a sense that maybe it gave him some more confidence so he can make some plays like that. I think that goal was a really nice goal, and I hope that gets him on a hot streak. I just, you know, he has four points right now um, and 17 games played. I hate to be this person. He played nine games with the Blues um, in 2021, 2022. Uh, well, he split time. For those that don't know, he did split time between the Oil Kings and the Blues that season. He played nine games and he accumulated two points with one goal, one assist. Now, why am I saying that? Well, it's not the best. I mean, 17 games played, only four points. I mean, that it's nice that there are goals. I'm not going to discredit that. But it would be a little bit um, nice to see him making some more assists. I, I just – I don't like that right now. It makes me nervous for him. It does. Um, I, I, I'm I proud of him this weekend, though, which is why I'm talking about this, because I think that this weekend was the Jake Neighbors weekend. I do. But obviously he was somebody that we drafted uh, recently – and I'm hoping that he's developing well, but it does concern me. And I wanted to bring up the Oil Kings because that is something that I feel like I don't talk enough about on this podcast. I love prospects. Um, that's something I've gotten really into over the past couple of years. And I love just comparing how you do, you know, pre-NHL and then post-NHL. Well, I guess during the NHL. And it's just, it's very interesting to see the difference in how he's played. But hey. Time will tell, right? It's just one of those things where the WAHL Jake Neighbors and the NHL AHL Jake Neighbors are two completely different players. But again, credit to him for even being in the NHL. I mean, that is something that is certainly not easy. So I'm hoping for more success from him. But I wanted to touch on that. I think it's important um, to talk about this. Okay. Game time. Something that's also important was not me singing. Oh, wow. That was a lot. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all of the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. They have the best last minute deals, all in prices, and you can even view from your seat where you're going to be sitting, what's around you. You can take a look around on the app. It is the best. And their price is the best and I guarantee it like best prices out there okay game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets one thing I like about game time is that you can get these flash deals or you can get these zone deals and what's cool about that is it is the best price ever for a certain seat 
And it's usually in a more bougie section, if I'm being honest with you, but for a really low price. And they do this usually right before the games. So I always like to do that. And sometimes I'll even buy my tickets in the parking lot, to be honest, because it's even lower than it is on the app before you go to the game or the parking lot. So that's what I like most about game time. And um, the one thing I will say about game time is that they will credit you if you find like a better deal. So they are so on it. They know, hey, we're not going to scam these people. We're going to give them the best deal possible. So love that about game time. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account and use code Locked on NHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked on NHL for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices, guaranteed. Do we understand the identity of this team or do we still need some more games to see what they're actually going to be like? I feel like I kind of narrowed down the identity of this team. And I know, I didn't think that I would be able to really get this team's identity, um, but I feel like I do now. I feel like this is a team that is a team that can bounce back when they're down. And what do I mean by that? Well, after having a nice day of reminiscing on my episodes from yesterday, I was like, you know what? They could have lost to the Ducks. They didn't, but they could have. They could have played with low effort. They could have said, you know what? We exuded both of our goalies in the game before against the Kings. We lost to the Sharks. We lost to the Kings. And now we have the Ducks. And they could have lost. But they didn't. This is a team that will bounce back. And it's interesting, right? Because this team, I feel like they have really good games against really good teams. And maybe against some of the teams that are not as good. Um, they don't play well, but I don't think that as, you know, and it's funny. I need to say this too. I do not want to hear any slander on the blues losing to the San Jose Sharks anymore. It's a loss. It counts as any other loss to any other team. It's not going to make a difference in the points that you didn't gain. It's not going to make a difference between that L column. It doesn't mean anything. I mean, it means something, but it doesn't mean the end of the world is here because the blues lost to the Sharks. Good teams are going to lose to worse teams. I don't want to say bad teams, but like, yeah. And bad teams are going to beat good teams. It just, that's, that's sports, especially in hockey. Hockey is the one sport, and I say this all the time, and I preach this all the time, that anything can happen. Anything can happen in hockey. And sure, does it suck that the Blues lost against a team that they should have beat? Absolutely. Is it the end of the world? Absolutely not. And that's why I love this Blues team because they were able to bounce back, be resilient against the Ducks. And now they're heading into the Arizona game tomorrow night, um, coming off of a win. And I think that Joel Hofer, um, you know, he's been proving himself. He's been working hard. I was going to say something that was inappropriate because I cannot – say bad words on here but if you understand like working hard working your boo okay Haley woo no but he's been playing hard <laughs> yeah we don't see that on here but you get what I mean he's been really working at it I think that Jordan Bingington he has looked 
so much better. He has been playing phenomenal this season. And I've said this all along. It is not the goalie's fault that they don't have the best defense in front of them, okay? But they've been giving it their all. And that is one thing that I like to see. And Binner, he's also really kept his emotions in check this season, too. I mean, I know it's early days, yeah, but that's not very hockey of me. But he has done a good job with Abel to compose himself and be locked in. And I feel like he is setting a good example for Hofer as, you know, this is probably a very difficult transition for him. Um, You know, this is a season where he's going to be playing a lot more games than he did prior. So I think that with Binner setting that good example, it's just going to trickle down and make it even better for Hofer. And I think that's what this Blues team needs. I think that, you know, it's one of those things. Um, Scotty P said this years ago. Um, was it a years ago or a couple years ago? Whatever. It was a little bit. Of, I don't even remember the date. But he said that Justin Folk, you know, he is somebody that he looked up to that took him in and that mentored him. And I feel like, you know, that is something that this team does where they do have these really good veteran leaders that do look after the younger guys. And uh, it's all about setting those good examples. And I feel like um, that's what this team is. I feel like this team is a team that can bounce back. I feel like this is a team that is resilient and a team that you should not count out. And my foot just went numb. <laughs> Name me a worse feeling. I will wait. Um, but that is the identity of this team. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. <laughs> with all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only. Available to U.S. customers. On this podcast, one thing I talk a lot about is consistency. It is sometimes the lack of consistency. It is the importance of consistency. But why I feel like consistency is the most important thing for this team. Try saying consistency as many times as I just did. It's not easy. Um, I think that when Baruby, uh, it's so weird to call him Baruby. I'm always used to calling him Chief. I don't know why I just did the Baruby on him. But whenever he makes adjustments to the lineup, sometimes I get a little bit hesitant because for some reason, I feel as if the lineup has been really solid lately. I don't think that I would change much about it. I don't think there's a reason to. I don't think there's a reason to bring any guys up right now, um, especially not yet. I, there's a couple guys that I think will be brought up soon um, when their seasons are done, and I will do a whole episode digging into that, but I'm going to leave that as a little tease for now. I don't want to give all of my future episode plots away, but I feel like this team is a consistent kind of team where they like consistency. They really play well when they're on it. And I think that's fair of any team. 
But especially when Shen's on it, I feel like the team just really um, um, excels, I should say, actually, when Shen is playing well. And I feel like the same thing with Robert Thomas. He has become somebody that's been a huge leader in this team. And when RT is having himself a solid game, everybody else seems to have a solid game. So what exactly does that mean? Does it mean that they need to bounce off of each other? Absolutely, because this is a team sport. I think sometimes in sports, especially like hockey, it's so easy to look at players individually. But at the end of the day, this is a team sport. And in team sports, you really do need to utilize your teammates. And that's why I think with the lineups and stuff, I like the fact that, you know, they're not calling up guys from Springfield and setting guys down. I like that they're truly just, you know, adjusting within, you know, the men that they have on the roster now up here in St. Louis and uh, working around that. I think that sometimes when you call up guys and you bring guys down and all those transitions, put guys on waivers and hope that they don't get claimed, it can be a little bit um, messy. It just shakes things up sometimes. Now, if it's a good reason, if you have somebody that's going to be finishing their season soon and they could be a huge asset, that's different. Again, a little tease. But overall, I think that right now for this time being, the most important thing that the Blues can do is focus on this consistency on the ice, focus on the guys that you have, and work with that. And I think Baruby's done a really good job. And on yesterday's episode, I just want to say this. I truly love the fact that all of you love Baruby as much as I do. He is somebody that I owe so much to. I was actually looking back at some of my old tweets today on my old Twitter that I can't get back in. And it was the day that the Blues won the cup. Okay, we won Blues Day. And it just was one of those moments where I have to remind myself, whenever I feel frustrated with, you know, this team and what's going on with Army, especially Army, because like he can frustrate me, I just have to think back to that moment. And this team, they will frustrate you. They will excite you. But at the end of the day, this is the same team that brought the Stanley Cup for the first time ever to St. Louis only a few years back. So not the same players, well, not all of them at least, but definitely a lot of the same people in the front office. And uh, I got to trust what they're doing. Um, Sometimes I'm a little frustrated and annoyed. But I feel like that's a really important step to uh, succeeding in the future. So wanted to talk about that. Also, I will be doing a crossover episode with my friends from Locked on Coyotes reacting to the game tomorrow. I thought doing a little bit of a post-game reaction would be more fun just because I haven't really done like a real post-game reaction. And because of Thanksgiving on Thursday, I'm actually off for my office job. So I can stay up a little later to record. Usually what I do is um, I will watch the game. Then I go to bed. I wake up, record, and post at night. But because I don't have to go to bed early, I can just record after the game. So I'm excited about that. That will be a really fun crossover. I did a crossover with my friend Anne from Locked on Predators. So it will be fun to do another Central Division crossover. And if there's any other Locked On podcasters or anything, let me know because um, that you want to see me with. But I do have, I have to say, I'm going to tease this before I go. Somebody that used to be a former St. Louis Blues that maybe you see sometimes on TV or all the time if you're watching the games will be joining me very soon on this podcast. And uh 
It's raining outside. If that's any hint. Okay. I will talk to you later. Until then, like always, let's go blues.